1: came from the radio, the official of the Big Apple Con. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking. We are here live at our 18th live show in front of a live studio audience at the East Mellis Public Library. All right. There we go. We got a live studio audience. I am here with our special guest. We have from Dark River Productions, Lance. Oh, yeah, that would be me. (laughs) And Rosemary Roberti. That's me. There you go. And we will be talking (laughs) to, with, and about them. But first, got to take it away with the news. Um, so let's see. The news is brought to you in part by the fine post of the Big Apple Con, of which we are the official radio show. Of, celebrating over 22 years of pop culture NIST, and comic book stuff. For more information, go to www.bigapplecc.com. And I also want to do the shout-outs for the Patreon. So we have a shout-out for Danny Grillo, Jared Burrell, Two Sentence Horror, Millie Portez, and Kyle Horn. If you guys want to support our little show, and you can go on to Patreon, www.patreon.com. Look up, I came from the radio, in the search bar, and you can donate um, a measly dollar, and you can get yourself a shout-out on the air. So now let's take it away with the news. Let's see what I got here. Oh, So we're going to start with the sad news, as we tend to do. After Jed Allen has died recently, Jed was probably best known for his 102-episode stint as attorney Don Craig on the soap opera Days of Our Lives, as well as his 1,089-episode stint as the fourth C.C. Capwell on the soap opera Santa Barbara. Of note, Jed also appeared as Ian Ziering's dad on 90210 for 26 episodes, and in the 1968 version of Lassie. Uh, Jed was a spry 84. Are you guys, fans, soap opera fans? I used to be. Days of our lives. Do you remember? Yeah. So you know exactly who we're talking
0: yeah.
1: about. Yeah, yeah, I do. It's
0: sad. It is. That's
1: why it's sad news. But I gotta. I'm actually doing two things at once. We gotta. There you go. Look at that. Thank you from the. Help from uh, Kelly Gordon East Mill Public Library. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank so let's uh, move on. You're a Santa Barbara fan also, or Just Days of Our Lives? Just Days of Our Lives. Into the mic. Into the mic. Just Days of Our Lives. All right. Um, so let's see. Moving on to more news. <clears throat> from the, I guess, documentaries, our court of law now department, due to the recent controversy following the release of HBO's Leaving Netherland, none other than The Simpsons has decided to take the episode Stark Raving Dad out of rotation on all media outlets as well as any future re-releases of the series Season 3 set on DVD. For those of you who haven't been paying attention, Stark Raving Dad was the episode where, in a mental institution, Homer met a large white man who believed himself to be legendary pop star Michael Jackson, who was voiced by Michael Jackson. At the time, the voice was uncredited but confirmed years later. A longtime Simpsons producer, Al Brooks, says, <clears throat> It feels clearly the only choice to make. All of us were of one mind on this. This was a treasured episode. There are a lot of great memories, and we have wrapped up in one. And this certainly doesn't allow them to remain. I'm against book burning of any kind, but this is our book, and we're allowed to take out a chapter. Are you guys Simpsons fans? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not, not, not something. All right. So I mean this is, this is a, it's an amazing thing that's happened, like because of a controversy, right on you know it's, it's a documentary first of all, that, that may or may not be completely accurate, but all of a sudden, because of this documentary of which there were crimes that Michael Jackson was accused for and exonerated, he got off on those things. Right. all of a sudden now, because of this documentary. They decided to pull this off. I, 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 think it's
2: wrong. I, I think they shouldn't. Yeah, it, it have was done made. It. it was shown. It was made with an intent and a purpose. Leave it there. Yeah. Why, why, why fade stuff out of existence because somebody can't handle like a fact or a truth or whatever have you? Even if it's art or whatever, it's there. It was in front of you at one point. You can't just pretend it never existed. Do we have uh, Simpsons fans in the audience? <laughs>
1: So by, by round of applause, should they have taken that episode out of rotation? So no more of that episode will be forever gone from existence. Yes or no? Yes? No.
2: no. <laughs> Rounding Absolutely round no. not.
1: So it's, it's, it's something that we have talked about on the show about being able to separate the art from the artist. You know, whether it's true or not, I still think the, the show should stand on its own. And it's, it's really sad that this has happened. But, you know, that's, that's just how it is. Uh, uh, moving along for more news. From the scalpers are gonna scalp department. Tech company Light, which for intensive purposes of the news item, is a company that allows people to resell their unwanted tickets to events such as concerts and the like, has teamed with Repop, the guys in charge of New York Comic Con, C2E2, Emerald City Con, and the like. To make it, quote unquote, easier for people who have paid for tickets and are unable to attend to cons to resell them to fans who don't have a ticket and don't want to go. Um, Executives say, fans have told us that scalping and a secondary market are the biggest frustration when it comes to ticket sales. We believe working with light will help us combat the efforts and the expensive and sometimes scary secondary market. (laughs) It will make the entire process easier, safer, and more affordable for fans. I don't think there is anything more fan-centric than live events that embrace iconic pop culture because the folks putting them there are fans themselves. It is a natural fit for those efforts to prevent fans from having to buy passes at heavily inflated prices and if they don't want to go or risk ending up with passes that are found to be invalid once they get to the door. This is an important step towards protecting fan festivals and conventions everywhere from the secondary market influence. So basically it works like this. Fans who want tickets can request a ticket on the website and be placed in a queue line until one becomes available from a fan who has a ticket. Fans can also return their tickets for whatever reason, and the return tickets are reissued and sold as new items to fans from the primary ticket holder. So basically what they're doing now is making it easier for people to buy a whole bunch of tickets and then resell them, although they probably won't get the high markup value, but you know that you're getting legitimate items. As people that go to conventions, what are your thoughts on that? I got got a stunned look. This is is radio.
0: It's (laughs) above my head. Uh,
2: All right, well. well. So, so, you know, I don't pay to go into conventions. What you want? Right. But you can easily turn it into abuse.
1: Yeah, I I, I, Uh, I completely uh, see this going the wrong way. I don't know about anybody else. Does anybody see this going the wrong way?
2: yeah. It's good and bad at the same time. Like, like, like They get that money for it, and then somebody else gets money for the same thing. So then
0: ticket the ticketmaster is making twice the amount of money sold, for the first yeah.
1: ticket. So right, you sell. They sell the. You sell it as normal. They get so at the one price, get, price already. We're gonna get Comic Con tickets. We're gonna go get Comic Con tickets. We buy Comic Con tickets. I buy for ten people because. I'm a scalper. That's what I do.
2: Yeah.
1: And normally what I would do, I would take the 10 tickets and then go on eBay or whatever or just walk up to the door and sell them right yeah. in front of the, the building for 10, 20, 30 times the price because people want it so badly. But then there's people out there who didn't get a chance to get any of those tickets.
0: They'll go online. Because of people like you.
1: Yeah. And yeah. Like yeah. us. And, and they go online and they're like, well, I want these tickets. But now they're not sure if they're real tickets or not. And they're going to pay whatever price they are because they have been. But now at least they know that they're getting the real tickets, so it's a benefit for people who are buying the tickets off the scalpers, but it's not actually helping anybody beyond that yeah,
2: I- it's like the same ticket can be sold like four or five times
1: well once once it's uh, given back, you know you don't get your money you don't get your money until after the event, right. So you sell, you resell, you take it back. You're getting a, a price for it, but then the people who are re-rebuying it are going to pay more.
2: That's a, Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just a step ladder of chaos. Yeah. <laughs> it's the whole thing. Uh, it, it was a good idea, but uh,
1: that's yours. Hey. This is a radio, so we have no idea what's going on. This one. No. Wednesday.
2: Wednesday. no. Wednesday, Wednesday Adams. All right.
1: Um, so moving along. Me scared. <laughs> Come again. Moving along. What? Let's see.
0: You just insulted Wednesday.
1: I'm not sure what's going on, but this is, we are live on tape. Um, so from the, this is a crossover, She <laughs> didn't know you wanted, but got anyways department. Um, Dynamite Entertainment, not right now, but this is, this is actually going to be on the air. Um, Chaos follows <laughs> us everywhere.
2: Chaos follows us everywhere. <laughs> yes. follows you, from me. the,
1: this is a crossover, you didn't know, but want it anyways. Dynamite Entertainment and Archie Comics are joining forces in May for Red Sonja and Vampire Meet Betty and Veronica.
0: Get that.
1: Written by Amy Chu, best known for her work on Poison Ivy and Red Sonja, Sonja and artist Maria Laura Sanapo, best known for her DC Comics bombshell, and Sheena, the she devil, will see Dynamite's flagship characters paying a visit to Riverdale to meet Archie's leading ladies. A couple of cute, come on. Come on. Um, executives say... The tone of the crossover will mix Archie's playful suburbia vibes with a murder mystery similar to the CW's Riverdale, along with a dash of dynamized two lethal fish out of water. Uh, Red Sonja and Vampirella Meet Betty and Veronica is slated to go on sale this May. Do we have any Vampirella and Red Sonja fans in the audience?
0: Right
1: here. (laughs) Eh? All right. Betty and Veronica, Archie fans in the audience? Yeah. I'm not you fan? So
0: I grew up reading comics. Is, that something,
1: is <laughs> that something you would want to see?
0: No. No. <laughs> no. It'll be long they go they belong in Riverdale. Because, you know, Archie and all of them are over there, so send Betty and Veronica back over there and leave them there and but keep them no, away from but, Sonya but and no, Vampirella.
1: Uh, leave that stuff to Scooby. But yeah. no Vampirella. They got enough
0: crap going on over there. <laughs> Vampirella and Red Sonya don't need it.
1: <laughs> but no Vampirella. All right. Vampirella. Leave, leave that stuff to Scooby-Doo. Let them have, have that. The crossover. Yes. Let them have
2: all the crossovers hey, crosso- they
1: want. Crossovers is a big deal. That's, that's, right, that's right. money right there. Speaking of crossovers, we're going to the next bit of news. From the Holy Pizza Batman department.
2: Oh, yeah, I
1: Warner Brothers animation. I saw this. Yeah.
2: I saw some of this.
1: Teaming up with Nickelodeon has announced Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a new animated film which is based on a six part crossover comic book series
2: by their ridiculous. respective yes.
1: comic book companies, which find the Foot Clan led by Shredder finding their way to Gotham City in Turtles in Tone. Um, of note, Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is the first time the Turtles will appear in a PG-13 fully animated film. And it's also the first Nickelodeon animated film to be rated PG-13. So, do we have Turtle fans in the audience? Come on. <laughs> do we have uh, Batman fans in oh. the
2: audience? Oh, I, I would say so, yeah.
1: <laughs> so my I like Catwoman. So, I think it's kind of cool having the... Uh, this crossover i would like to see the turtles and this one looks ridiculous see that's what i'm saying animated in a in a sense that's be kind of cool yeah i think that's a good idea a crossover, of batman. A crossover of batman and ninja turtles yes
0: you can see the band the man in black with the whole like, turtle shell
1: i have i have audience members do not look look very happy but it was based on it's a comic series so i think it's it'd be kind of cool though. Will the turtles faces be anatomically, faces correct, be anatomically right? correct, like in, like in the... Like in the um, she's asking. The turtles look good, trust the me. The turtles are their animated versions of themselves, which yeah. is in the uh, turtles uh, on the Fox show. They're not the that, new That's ridiculous. how they look like. Oh, so the Fox version like the of the... Michael, Michael Bay version. No, they are not the Michael Bay version. They are not the no. new ridiculous no. turtles. <laughs> yeah, so hooray. Um, so let's see. Moving on. More news <clears throat> oh. from the... I think we're going to milk this cow for a long time, Department. Um, now that Sony Pictures has finished counting the money made by the two non-Marvel Spider-Man-related movies, they have announced Sony Universe... They have announced. Let me try this again. They have announced Sony Universes of Marvel characters, which will work on two fronts off the success of the live-action Venom movie and the animated Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Executives say we have the next seven or eight years laid out of what we're going to do with that asset. And that will not only be on the film side, it will be on the TV side. Our television group will have its own set of characters from within that universe and that will seek to develop. We're developing a lot of Marvel-related content and I think we'll be out in the market very soon with something really, really big and transformational for us. Because not only have we done shows with Marvel before... This is a big piece of development that we are into. I think it's kind of weird that uh, Sony, once again, is jumping the gun. Because this is the second time that they've done this. They've had, when they were making the, Spider, the, second, the second set of Spider-Man movies. The Amazing Spider-Amazing Spider-Man 2. Sony said, well, what we're going to do, we're going to have a Venom movie. We're going to have a Sinister Six movie. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. The Spider-Man second movie didn't make the money it wanted to make. And that was the end of the whole universe. So instead of working on what they're going to do, I think that they should just focus on making good products and take it from there. Because now that this Into the Spider-Verse is doing quite well, they're already thinking of eight years Ahead of the line. I think that's, that's
0: ridiculous. Chickens before they hatched.
1: Yeah, exactly. They're
2: working on the new Morbius movie. W-
1: they are working on the new Morbius movie. So they are starting the thing. But I just think it's... Uh,
2: they got to stop overdoing these movies. Yeah. Um, for those, you need new writers. Simplify them. They'd be better off.
0: Listen up, children. Exactly. Go to college. Become a writer. Give us some good stuff to watch.
1: Is, yes. So for those of you who are not paying attention... Sony owns the TV rights, the TV and film rights to quote more than 900 Spider-Man adjacent characters, of which we'll be seeing a lot of them on the small screen. Yeah, one more, Kelly. There you go.
2: <laughs> All right, so moving, moving on. Well, well, with the Sony, I think yes. they, I think they're animated,
1: yeah, the,
2: uh, yeah, are much better than their live-action. Uh, Sony, yes. Yeah, they 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 try to overdo the live-action stuff, and it's just not the greatest.
1: It's, that's just how it goes. Yeah. I think they should focus more on storytelling than universe building. But that's just me. Um, from oh, Moving on. So from the It Still Worked for Warcraft department, only after four weeks of being in theaters, Alita, Battle Angel, is still doing quite well overseas, pulling in $382 million and counting while only making just million in the U.S. box office. So it is crazy how this movie is doing very, quote-unquote, poorly in the States, but is doing a massive uh, sensation overseas. Um, As mentioned in a previous show, the film Warcraft, which was considered a flop in the U.S. with only $47 million, made an additional $386 million overseas. So that is why the U.S. market is no longer a major market for films, because movies can make... A big buttload of money overseas and not do anything here. Wow. Yeah. And let's see, we have
0: one. here we go, swirling. Charlie's USA goes there. You know we can't hear you unless you put your mic in the mic.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So last bit of news <clears throat> from the It's All About Time department. Oh, actually, whoops. Did I do that right? I did that right. Uh, Warner Brothers has announced the sequel to Edge of Tomorrow which is in development with Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt reprising their roles as Major William Cage and Sergeant Rita Veraski. Did I spell that right? V-R-A-T-A-S-K-I. Veraski. Well, uh, the original character is from Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, For those of you who are not paying attention, Edge of Tomorrow was a 2014 film that revolved around Tom Cruise's character who kept on fighting himself in a war between two alien races and was stuck in a time loop. So now... Yes, that movie. Yes, there's a recognition. Almost like Oblivion? Yes, yes. So now they're finally going
0: to make. one well, where he keeps dying and coming back.
1: Yes, yes, that is the movie. So they finally what announced that waste they're going a to.
0: Two hours. You didn't
1: like it? No. Wow, I like it. And did it was the audience... okay. It was did right. the audience see Edge of Tomorrow?
2: Just what we need. All right, so. <laughs> apparently not. Uh, apparently I'm the.
1: Apparently, I'm the only person that saw it. So, all right then. I
2: saw it. I
1: liked it. There we go. One guy saw it and liked it. Yay. <laughs> hey, all right. Woo-hoo. So, with all that, that's it for the news. So, we're going to I take our like break.
2: The one with Jake that did the same he did the like with Jake Gyllenhaal yeah, was, There you go.
1: I, I hey. did. I liked that after smile. So, we're going to. I did. All right, there
2: we go. He was on the train had to find the bomb. He was the train with the bomb? Yes, yes. Yeah. We know that I one, yes. no,
1: had not, not speed. No, that, that would a, a point. Point. different. <laughs> But we're going to take our break. We're going to take our break. We're going to be right back with It
0: Came From the Radio. Hey, kids, this is CJ Ramone of the world-famous Ramones, and you're listening to It Came From the Radio.
2: Hi. You've heard my voice open and close the show. Now we want to hear your voice. If you have a business or product, you can record a commercial here. We offer 30 and 60-second spots. For more information, contact Mark at mfc underscore studios at hotmail.com.
0: Hey guys, want to impress everyone at your next party? Shock them all with a custom cake. Anything goes. Classic wedding
1: cakes to wild party themes. Follow my social media for weekly videos and photos. We're a Long Island-based cake shop. Custom Cakes by Christie Incorporated.
0: K-R-I-S-T-Y. Call or text anytime. 631-606-606. 8166. Hi, this is Sherilyn Fenn, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Everyone,
2: This is Envoy Comic Distributors, the independent distributor for independent minds. We represent some of the finest small press and self publishers out there today. To learn more about us and our publishers, search for Envoy Comic Distributors on Facebook. And shop for us online at envoy.storeenvy.com that's E N V O Y dot S T O R E N V Y dot com. Have a great day.
0: I'm Nathan Boo from Ben and Apple TV, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio.
2: Now, back to our show.
1: And we yeah. are back with Came From The Radio, the show The Big Apple kind at the East Meadow Public Library for our live show in front of a live studio audience.
0: Yeah!
1: <laughs> <Over here. laughs> that was the. <laughs> I'm here with Lance and Rosemary Roberti of Dark River Productions. And we're also here with uh, Zippy, right? Zippy D, the Wonder Dummy, professional idiot. Yeah! So, I guess we'll, we'll start with the basics. Okay. How did you two guys meet?
0: We met about 21 years ago, working at Schmidt's Farm, at the haunted house. Um, and believe it or not, he came in dressed as a woman and flipped my, I mean, I was like, Wow. Um yeah, basically we,
2: I do all sorts of characters.
0: <laughs> he walked in, I mean we met when I went out there, um we we worked together. Um I drove from Jersey all the way out here to do Schmidt's Farms uh, and um uh, we met. He was a young club going guy. I was a board housewife <laughs> with a daughter that was getting ready to leave. But you know, we met, we became good friends and um, we got together every October. We worked together at the haunt and we talked on the phone all the time and it just seemed like when I was alone he had somebody. When he was alone I had somebody. And then finally fate smacked us both in the back of the head and we've been together for the last fifteen years.
1: That's really cool. Oh yeah. yeah. The love in the audience. So, w- at what point did you decide to make Darvick River Productions?
2: Um, what was that? No. We had a
0: haunt of our own um, it, here in East Meadow, um, and according to Newsday magazine, it was the best kept secret on Long Island. Can <laughs> 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 give you a guess why? <laughs> anyway, um, we, the haunt
2: was called Precatorium. Yeah. By the way,
0: and we had a couple of good friends. Um, we all got together and decided that we can make a go of this, and we started doing conventions together, but they all started backing out one by one because they weren't getting any money, and we're like, hey, it's going to take a while before we money? make any money. you
2: got to build You build you to build it." And paid. they
0: just didn't want to hang in there, so it's just Lance and I now, and we just do what we do, and we well, have people that worked with us at the Freakatorium that still come work with us when we do the haunt in October in front of our house, but you know, other than that.
2: Long before Dark River Productions, I had something called Tweet, totally weird, eccentric artists creating exotic drama. We would go to nightclubs, like goth clubs and industrial clubs, and what we did was live, interactive theater throughout the nightclubs, throughout the night, and yes, everybody got paid. Not much, but we got paid. We also did the city clubs, Limelight and whatever and the such. And that was way back from 1992 to, like, 97, up until I met Rosie here. Then I started doing the haunts because the club scene started going south. And they stopped paying for the characters. They said, why do we need to pay you when we got drag queens that'll come in here and be drunken idiots for free? And I went, oh, okay, that's kind of rude, but okay. So then I started doing the haunts. Rosie and myself worked for this one particular guy for several years. Eighteen for me. And about six or seven for me. And one night we kind of upstaged him. Also, he had wanted to do, let's say, a comic book of characters. And at the time I had a copyright on Zippy D, the Wonder Dummy here. And my character, Baby. Which long before Zippy, he was known as the obnoxious. Abai Noxai Maru. The obnoxious moron. What a wonderful jerk he was. We're so glad he's not that anymore. So I wanted to give this guy a contract so he can use my character's likeness in his comic book. For whatever price I determined, I had to my, my lawyers draw up the contract. I go to this guy and actually go to give him an actual business deal like an adult person of commerce and such.
0: Are you ready for this?
2: I offered him, you give me a dollar, you can use my character. He One told me. Dollar. One dollar. He One told, dollar. He told me to go screw myself. What kind of a jerk passes up a business opportunity like that? Okay. Huh? After that, we had a wedding at his show. Our wedding went over really good. Well, well. News media wanted to come down.
0: News media was there. It was there. Channel 4, Channel 7, Channel 11, and Channel 5, I believe,
2: were there. All right, needless to say, the man kind of freaked out, and the next day we no longer worked for his haunt. That's fine. We went on to better things.
0: So now we do independent films, and we've been working with a uh, really great uh, director, producer, Brian Henson. Um, we've done two films with him already. We're um, collaborating on a third for a trilogy. Um, we just had our private screening of our second film, trying to get into the film festival circuit. Um, yeah, we have entered it into quite a few. Yeah, we get... Well, what's the film's name? What's the it about? one film, one film um, the very first film we did it was called Two for Five. And um, it's about a, uh, a woman and two guys that in their minds they're related but they're really not, um, and they're cannibals.
2: It's kind of a House of Thousand Corpses type of situation. What? <laughs> We're not saying it's House of Thousand Corpses. And it's the, second the same film, situation. The this second Chainsaw film massacre. is actually prequel
0: to uh, 2 for 5. It's called Seventy Tours, and I really can't give any of that away until it does actually get picked up by a That's film festival. Enough, so just stay tuned for it, because it's a really good... I can just tell you, it's about a mental, mental institution. And remember, it's a prequel to Two for Five.
2: And there will be a sequel to Two for Five afterwards. Just, we're not sure to make when. A trilogy.
0: <laughs> Everything in
1: threes, people. That, that is the rule. Um, so what about uh, Zippy over here? What about how, Zippy? how did he come into creation, and, and how is it that he's a full... <laughs> <laughs> He's a full-on <laughs> character here. He's like, what is uh, he made
2: out of? Is it a? All right. First off, this particular Zippy with us is my stunt double for when I play Zippy. That's George. And yeah, George. George plays the other Zippy. George is so George kinda, is
1: the one you throw off the buildings when you do the stunt. Yes. Uh,
2: George is the one that fights with me in the middle of a convention. George is the one that sits on my shoulders on a unicycle I when I'm playing Zippy.
0: But I can't tell you how many people will walk up to George. And talk to him as if it's Lance in that costume. And they will talk to the thing for 10, 15 minutes and then get pissed because he's not answering them. Well, I and then tell he you. comes walking around and, like, son, I love you, did it to me again. Oh, I'm sorry, bleep bleep bat.
2: He also swaps for my, some of my other characters when I need to have two or three sorry. of me running around, you know? So, so it's I, good to have a twin or two.
1: But I gotta say, like, if I didn't know that was not a person,
2: I would think it's a person. And, George, you have done your job well. So, what is th- so what is he made out of? What is this? Uh, George is an ancient Chinese secret of PVC, fiber fill, and a morph suit, really. <laughs> and is that something that you do for, have, as part of the company? Yes, this- yes. I make puppets, props, costumes, we, we do have- characters, we do set design.
0: Special um, effects makeup
2: we, we, special effects makeup, we pretty much do just about all of it if we can, um, and we're we try very to do reasonably it a, priced I
0: mean hey. we try <laughs> to do
2: it on a decent budget we, we're not out to kill people uh, you know on on monetarily we're just okay. out to give you some kind of fairly decent product or entertainment or whatever, and um, just we want to see people enjoy what goes on out there. Now I look to give people alternative um, entertainment, shall we say, such as like clean stuff that, that anybody can watch and just try to figure out, because I've watched other things and other people and other acts doing trying to do similar to what we do, and oh kudos to them for doing what they do and all, and I'm, I'm very pleased to see it all out there, but I've been told that nobody does what we do. And how we do it. In fact, half of the times, they think he's a cosplayer, when in reality, we're performers. And we also do cosplay, it's just not when we're actually performing, you know. There's a big difference between it. Um, but me. as for
0: your puppets, that's what this was all about, your puppets.
2: Well, it was. How us, many yeah.
0: do we have in our room?
1: Oh, puppets? We have. When what, you say 30. room, do you mean like your
0: actual bedroom? Bedroom, garage, sheds. The puppets go from, they're anywhere from two foot tall to six, seven foot tall. And they're all them around the house. Land somewhere. It, <laughs> he is, is that, that them? not creepy at all? It is. It's very creepy. He builds them in with every intention on selling them. He really does. But...
2: But they're all just watching you. Uh,
0: yeah, it's creepy. You have to it's, like... it, what's really creepy is when they decide to change places and move around the room. <laughs> they all
2: have a name and a personality Spunky, all their own.
0: Spunky is a little nymph, and he's a little... <laughs> he's a do you
2: have to turn them around at the end of the night?
0: No, they're on the other side. <laughs> no, no, they don't, they
2: don't sit there staring at us. Only
0: one <laughs> I could go her. to sleep with them staring at me, no. Yeah, um, not. You,
1: you mentioned um, um, a horror, Yes. a haunted house. Yes. Why don't you explain to people what that exactly entails? Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, that, that's
2: her department. <laughs> I just don't
0: I talk. got, <laughs> I got my job working in a haunted house. Um, the person I worked for for 18 years. Um, by jumping in and doing the makeup. They He had 45 actors and one makeup artist and the show was about to start and no one was out on. So I, I have a bachelor's of art degree. I taught special education art in, in a private school, but my love is horror and the gore. Give me blood, and I'll give you anything you want.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's all about the horror and the gore. I'm all about the the fantasy, so.
0: so
2: together it all works out.
0: Um, if you, I'm sure all of you have gone to a haunted house before. I've never been to a haunted house. You've yep. never been to a haunted no. house? No? You've see, never been to Schmidt's Farm or Waiting what's River? Wrong with you? Or, so
1: here's... <laughs> his, here's Here's the thing about here's the thing about haunted houses. Um, Are you a, a couple of years yet? ago, at a great adventure in New Jersey, they had the uh, fright fest, right. and they had all the actors trying to scare people. And I guess because when I was a young kid. When I used to watch TV, I already knew that it was all actors, so I don't get scared. I just in my head, I'm like, "Oh, that's just an actor." So you need it, to go into haunted house. I don't house. have that. I have that disconnect. No, you need so to. So when they say go to
0: haunted house, I'm like, "You need to I go can just into." I need to stay home and watch
1: TV. I no. don't need to to be a part of this. I I've worked. Walk
0: I I've worked in haunted houses, um, well over twenty five years, and I still get spooked. You still have that little jump scare. You still have that little scare that someone will get you. No matter what you go into looking at it, it doesn't matter if you work in a haunt or you've never been in one, you're still going to get scared. Halloween Horror Nights is better. If you want to go and really get scared and you could afford to go to Universal Studios.
2: Basically, everybody Seriously. needs a 20-something-year-old kid jumping out of the shadows with a stick in his hand, smacking a wall, going, Rah! at you but in a the dark,
1: lit-up place. The, the people going there, won't they be like, hey, and they'll... they'll, they'll...
0: Oh, you get, some people, you get some people that go, oh, someone's going to come out of that corner, and oh, that person's alive over there. But you just stand there, and the best part about it is, if you are really into your character, you can stand there... And they'll come up to you, and they'll push you, and you rock like a statue back and forth. And then you sink up behind them and just whisper in their ear, and they're either going to do one of two things. Either jump sky high or wet themselves. Wow. <laughs> and right. I've had quite a few do that. Right.
1: <laughs> so we're going we're to go, go further back, further back in time. Oh.
0: So what got you into horror? I was... Uh, 13 or 14 years old, and I went to go see The Exorcist. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the yeah. Anthony Wayne Drive-In in New Jersey. Oh, um, right. They gave out barf bags. And man, let me tell you, I didn't want. one. <laughs> <laughs> but when I saw the words help me, yes. letter by letter yes. on the stomach, yes. I was hooked. I took, Got home the next, well, the next day, my little brother comes home from school or playing, whatever he was. And I grabbed him and I took my mother's makeup and I started doing him all up and everything. Next thing I knew, I had all his friends come to me every Halloween. I had to do their makeup for Halloween. They won contests because of the makeup. I guess I, I, it just came to me. I mean, I saw that at 13 or 14 and I was like hooked.
1: So what were you doing before that? What was what was your goal back then? Before you saw The Exorcist, like did you? What did what did you want, you want
0: to do? I wanted to be a beautician.
1: <laughs> well, wow. Um, <laughs> horror, horror makeup is a form of beauty.
0: Yes, it is. It um, is today. Yes. See, but my 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 biggest problem is, which is really weird, is I cannot do straight makeup. I really oh, I, horror makeup. Yes, straight makeup. No. Interesting.
2: No, that's where I come in.
0: So, <laughs>
1: I, so what? What was the, what got you into special effects and right. puppetry and all that stuff?
2: Picture this: it was nineteen ninety seven. it was nineteen seventy seven. I was nine years old. There was a little movie called Star Wars that hit the screen. A little movie? Solid. Never heard of it. Never heard. of All right. Of it. Never heard of it. He was seven. I was seven. I saw C three PO, and I was like, "Damn, this is fantastic!" I saw the cantina scene, nearly crap my pants, because I'm a nine-year-old kid, never seen anything like that before. Eventually, by the third or fourth time I went and saw the movie, because I got hooked, I realized, oh crap, they're rubber masks. I could do that. If I can do that, and I did, out of whatever I had laying around the house, paper mache, whatever had you, I built my own Stormtrooper outfit when I was like really? 10. Out of, like, hockey equipment, duct tape, and Do you have any cardboard. pictures of that? No, unfortunately, no. It was bad. Real bad. <laughs> like, real, real bad. So I did that, and then um, after that, I just started, like, hey, screw this. I made my own characters and did my own stories in the backyard with my friends and whatever and however, and made my own, like, foam weapons to use as lightsabers and such, and my own blasters out of water pistols repainted and whatever, how have you. Mind you, I'm, like, 11, 12 at the time. You know, here I am, 50 now, and uh, I'm still doing the same garbage, you know, and having a good time doing it, and hopefully people enjoy it. I don't know. What what I do have to say is I, I don't like to do copyrighted characters so much. Okay. I had built quite a few puppets. I well... built a life-size Jabba the Hutt for a friend. for A, a... life-size Jabba the Hutt. Absolutely. Yes. A life-size Jabba the Hut, 200 pounds of foam this thing was. It was fantastic. Everybody was so proud of where's it. where's that right now? It uh, rotted on the side of somebody's house, because you know how things go. <laughs> um, but it, it's okay. I'm good with it. I have pictures, and they're posted all over on our Dark River page. They're also on my page and whatever have you. So it what? can be seen somewhere. But the sheer pleasure of when two guys in briefcases, briefca- with briefcases and suits, walk into the game and go, who made the hut?" And everybody points at me, and they go, "Well, we're from the Lucas Corporation." Now, mind you, this was back in two thousand, back in, in two thousand, sometime or whatever, when Episode One was made. God, what a piece of belt that was! <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> When that was made, they go, what's going on with this? And I had to say, and I meant it, this is Fauci the human slug. He's in our sideshow. He's playing a hut for the day, so I don't see any worries here. Nobody's making money on him. And they went, oh, have a nice day. Thank you, God. Nowadays, it's like, hey, can you build us a Stormtrooper armor and we'll give you money? And I'm like, what's going on here? You know, the times have changed. It's crazy it's how,
1: it, how everything has, has, has gone from one extreme to the other. Hey, it
2: is. you in the Spider-Man morph suit, here's money. I'm like, what? <laughs> what's going on?
1: So you have, give me, give me a, a roundabout number, how many original characters you have created.
2: Um, they're countless because they come and go. And um I have to rebuild certain ones I had and I would like to because they were cool as heck. Um, and we come up with new ones constantly. Like Rosie comes up with new ones all the time. I, I'm out of the blue coming home from a tired state of a tiredness state of coming home from work and I'm like, Oh gee, what if we did this character and made him like a space pirate or something, you know? And so, how come or or are you have plans to make like a, a sort
1: of a Muppet show or a Sesame Street type well, thing where for horror, we your we
0: um, recently just well, uh, um, Lance and one of his puppets, Rocco, recently just did a Rocco, show at the Long Island Puppet Theater. Rocco
2: um, is a kid it was man. their
0: vaudeville, um, what did they call it?
2: Vaudeville,
0: the, um, the, vaudeville nights or something. I forget what he called. Well, I forget what Anthony called it, but him and Rocco do. They're the vanguards of was,
2: vaudeville, vaudeville. That's they, us.
0: We're the vanguards
2: of vaudeville. Vanguards of vaudeville is what they're calling it, and they but do shows every week. The
0: vaudeville, uh, shows,
2: the vaudeville um, show, show, showcase. The vaudeville showcase, where you know performers come and they do like a few minute skits and whatever. And it's really cheap. It's really fun. It's a, it's a tiny place and it's a really good atmosphere with really good people, and it, it gives performers a chance. To hone their skills and to show off what they got.
1: Oh, okay. You know. So, so yeah. because we're at our live show, we have tons of stuff to give away. And you guys were nice enough to give away. How I many we got there? Five.
0: No, we have uh, four. No, four masks. Four and... masks. One is completely painted. The other three are do as you please to them. The only thing is, the one that's painted doesn't have a strap to it. None uh, of them have straps. They don't. And the then I also have a. Um,
1: so uh, the little
0: hair piece. The rat thing for so the girls. masks,
2: Are you able to actually like wear them right now? If oh you yeah, to? A- yeah. Actually, uh, one or two of them, them. Hold on. One one or two of them need to be trimmed out in the eye sections and whatever, but right, and for, then re- and for, repainted. Okay. One of them can be worn. Just throw throw a strap on it and off you go. All right. So we have. Oh, look at that. Uh, have, modeling. Got, I wish we, we had pictures visual. of this for our
1: Facebook page. We got, there we go. That's a, So we got masks we have right now. So that's really cool. That's. Uh, that hey, you're so nice to give so, these away so are you going to be um giving these out one for each person or is it one gets all four of them what's what, what do you uh, want to do
2: however they want them they it's your come get one and uh, at the end of the night we'll see what's left so <laughs> what so we
1: have uh green painted we have non-painted ones Yes. Yeah. all right so let's uh everybody has a ticket let's make sure everybody has a ticket Does everybody have a ticket Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. A yeah, that was yours. Yes, that was yours. Oh. Come here. <laughs> that's why I was wondering what you were doing. Oh, All right. So let's see. So you, let's do let's do the green one first because that one is actually that's, that's,
2: that's the cool one. Yeah. And, I, and I also,
0: sculpted, I Hand sculpted
2: by sculpted hand sculpted Rosie hand sculpted, sculpted I cast it. They are casted. These
1: are, look at that. That's really awesome stuff. Hey, we share everything here. And and then, to make this even sweeter, I want to do a shout-out to um, the Long Island Comic Book uh, Expo. So what we're going to do, because he's really cool, he gave me some passes to get away for his show on uh, April 14th. Yeah. Yeah. The excitement
2: on this guy's face. I thought so, we had to call an ambulance. We'll be so there. The,
1: so the first prize winner for this right here, with the green mask, is going wait, to wait, also wait. get... Two free passes awesome. to the convention. So, you get two free passes and wacky, Lucky. Match. Oh, now you know what to wear. <laughs> Lance, if you want to be the
2: honor, here? pull it out, see who the winner is. Okay, Pulling we got here one. We go. Oh, you got to
1: read this. Uh, to all right, so it. the winner is 437185. 437185. Somebody in here. Who? 185. Who got 185? Four three seven one eight five. Did you mess up uh giving out the tickets? Everybody should be here. that has one. I think someone walked out. They're possibly in the toilet. Uh-huh. Was that what, Was that what, uh, who you were with? Um, the last three numbers: one eight five.
0: The last one: one eight five. One eight last five. One. Last four right. three numbers: one, so eight will... one eight five. One eight five. Yes.
1: One eight five. See? We we have a winner. We have a winner. <laughs> I knew she was here. I knew somebody was here. <laughs>
2: So you got the two cell phones are deadly, you know that. Yeah.
1: So you got two tickets, yeah. 185, 185, 185. There we go. So you get the mask and two get tickets to the convention. Give it to him. Got a cool
2: jacket. Just give it to him. There
1: you go. You get both of them. That's it for you. Both of them. Everything. That's all for you guys. No, both. That's it. Yeah, everything. There you go. Bye, bye, face. How about that? All right. So let's see. We have uh, three more masks.
2: So we have. Oh, i got to dip my fingers again. Yeah,
1: one more time. Oh, they're getting all wet. Oh, uh, you want to? Yeah, but then you might win one, so I'm going to have to do it. I, I'll do you it. You might win. I got it, I got oh, it. Here we go. uh, hurrah, hurrah. So for the next one is... Wait. It's like a circus in here. <laughs> all right, so let's see. So another... Um... Wow. All right, so it's uh four three seven one eight four. Who got 184? There we go. So you get one mass over there.
0: So that would be here,
1: yes. Thank you, thank you and this. that
2: leaves two more masks. So, is the, pick and
1: choose, pick and choose. So, hackle with one of the maths.
2: I suggest this one right here. I suggest that, that one. The I suggest that one. Repaint it and get it. Look. So we got two more masks to go.
1: So grab one. My, grab one and go. Cut out, tringle, oh, we're having I a staring contest. He's, he's deciding. He's deciding. one you want?
2: One.
1: Now take it. Take uh, it with enjoy. you. Enjoy. All
2: right. Strap
1: it. Paint it. Good luck. So we got uh, two more. Uh-huh. Two no, passes more. no passes. No passes. No passes. No passes. Ah, so we got two more to go. Oh, we, got is, no. <laughs> <laughs> we got the next one is no. We got the next one is four three seven one nine Street. one. Four three seven one nine one.
2: One nine one. Apparently, it looks like Wednesday over here. <laughs> I, I think. I think. No. Uh, do yes. we have one
1: nine one?
2: Uh, she has one nine one. There you go. So you get. Hold back. on, hold oh. on. We got creepiness in motion. Check it out. She's deciding.
0: <laughs> Whatever you like, darling.
2: While she's deciding, and you
1: can take the hat if you would like. Of course. The
0: Actually,
1: you the it works. Can I get the hat and a
0: mask? Two. Yeah, sure.
1: Hat and a the mask. There Why you go. Not?
0: Take it away.
1: Needs trimming
2: and repainting. We can help you with that. And so
1: you for the-, the final, <laughs> one more. Actually, Rosen.
2: Giving away latex. <laughs>
1: one more winner. One more winner. What do you got? Can you read it? I got it. You got it? What do you got? 1138. <laughs> 437
2: 186. One one eight, eight, eight.
0: 186. 186. 186.
1: 186. One, what, you so what I say? What did I tell you? That's like our, last biggest, our biggest winner. That's the last mask. And. get a And. For the consolation prize, we got the last two pair of tickets. Uh-huh. For the Long Island Comic Book uh, Expo, which is going to be on Sunday, April 14th. So that's going to be one more. So you got your which mask, and we got the one. One final, last round.
0: You want to pick the last ticket out?
1: Final one. It's right there. Thank you. And once again, thanks to Greg for the tickets. And we have the final winner is one eight eight. Four three seven one eight eight. Who's one eight eight? That'll be me. That'll be me. There you go. There you
2: go. Yay! Yay. Winner, winner, dinner. Look at that. Uh, I... That's tons of winners for everybody. Dinner? I almost want to call fix. But... <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's why I always make sure the guest pulls the uh, the thing, so we have less than ten minutes to go. So we're gonna do all the social media stuff, all the websites. Where can people find out more about you? That's hard to um,
0: that. Right now, we only have a Facebook page, um, Dark River Productions. Um, you can find us there, or you Instagram, can Instagram, Twitter, any in- of that stuff. Instagram myself. Um, I haven't opened a Dark River Productions Instagram page yet. I don't know why. What's I guess I've been too name? lazy. Huh?
1: What's your Instagram
0: name? My Instagram, Rosemary Perkins Roberti. There you go. And I have pictures up there of everything we do, every con we go to. Um, I slam it, actually. Um, and I'm always posting on Facebook. So if you, you want to check out stuff, you can go to Rosemary Perkins Roberti on Facebook or Dark River Productions.
2: Do you have any uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, any other All thing? I have is Lance Roberti on Facebook right now. And we're in the Dark River, of course. Um, and right now that's about it because I really I really don't like technology. <laughs> All right,
1: that's that's a man I like. A man I like. So where are you guys gonna be next? What other events you have coming up? What the film festival. Uh, what else do you have? As far in as the I future?
2: know, what um, definitely Eternal Con. Well, Eternal uh, Con's Zip- in June, right? Zippy, so Zippy and before Dippy that will be is Long Con.
0: Island Long Island Comic Book Expo.
2: We'll be at that as well.
0: We'll be there. Not sure what characters. We were there last year as. Um, Lieutenant Coffey and her commander, Captain,
2: Captain Slurpee, Slurpee.
0: Um, this year kind of tossed up on what we're going to go as I'm looking more towards going as um, Grandmama from the Adams Family maybe. And uh,
2: I, might throw my I was told
0: out. I could pull off Morticia, but I think I'm a little bit old for Morticia. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. I love you.
2: <laughs> I, I might try my hand out either Fester, Cousin It, or maybe Morticia. We're not sure. <laughs> oh. I almost forgot. I, you ride a unicycle. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I, I forgot about that. So why don't you and tell that, us a little uh, bit about that? Because uh, that's a talent in and of itself that I haven't seen too many people do. If you're going to play my uncle, don't forget the light bulb. If you're going to play the uncle, don't forget the light bulb. Yeah,
2: it Wendy in I know. Like, like, so like I haven't don't watched the what? show when I was but a kid. <laughs> like that. Uh, unicycle. The unicycle, there we go. How did
1: you get into that? Okay.
2: I have a battery-operated light bulb. Picture the nine-year-old kid again. Yes. Hey, Lance, what do you want for Christmas? I don't know, my unicycle? Did you seriously ask your mom for a... They asked me what I wanted. I said unicycle. I got a unicycle. Oh, pardon my French. (laughs) I got a unicycle. (laughs) Whoops. All right. But anyway, I got a unicycle. And within a week, I was riding that sucker. And... There you go again. Sucker? No, sucker's all right. No, okay. (laughs) Sucker is all right. It's a a lollipop. Wait, you know, calm down. (laughs) Hey, I, I was good so far. All right. I no got more. I got on it a, a week later I'm riding it. Here it is uh what? 40 some odd years later. Now I'm riding it with an 88 on my shoulders and riding it in crowds at cons doing tricks and whatever have yeah. you. So if you happen to see our black and white jesters Dippy and Zippy roaming around, be sure to give them the high sign that would be the middle finger and is say so hello not- to us. So uh, he- Rosemary was was it the, the unicycle that did you in? You
1: just fell in love with him in the mo- unicycle? Was that- no. you yeah, didn't know about that till later.
0: Yeah, God. no. You, and put it this way. It's not just a unicycle. Bicycles, <laughs> unicycles. Anything that has wheels underneath it, my husband can't command it. Really? Literally command it. Wow,
1: that's pretty impressive. All right, so we have less than five minutes to go, so we're going to have some final thoughts. So, Lance, because you are to my right, do you have any final thoughts? Um,
2: <laughs> yes and No. <laughs> I got so much to say and so little to say it with.
0: <laughs> be nice.
2: Um, I'm being nice. No cursing. Basically, um, our thing is well. Thanks for having us, and thank you all coming out uh, and supporting us and our silliness and whatever have you. Uh, lots of big things coming up for the future. I got new puppets coming in and out. Um, new characters coming up and down. I got robots. I got all sorts of cyborgs and whatever else I'm working on. We, uh, we just want to entertain people. We want to make people laugh. We want to make people go, what the heck was that? <laughs> and then we also want to make people think.
0: Rosemary, final thought? Final thought. First of all, I want to thank you, Mark, for having us and everyone that's listening. Thank you for supporting Dark River Productions and everyone that came here tonight. Um, my final thought is, if you have a dream... No matter how hard it is, follow it. Dig deep and follow it. doesn't matter how little money you have. If you've got the heart for it and you've got the love for it, that's all you need. Oh, all right. So uh,
1: my final thought is this. I've known you guys for quite some time. Um, yeah. Many, 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 many. At least
0: seven years now. Yeah, many at years. least seven.
1: And it's always cool seeing you at all the conventions. It's always really cool to see uh, Zippy. Yes. And, and George. And George. <laughs> now yeah.
2: I, I know it's two different people.
1: Well, he's the uh, other zippy. He's the, the other, other
2: black and white meat. That's what he is. <laughs> so I
1: want to wish you much continued success and let us know about that second movie when it comes out so we will help you promote that. You um, so, yeah, thank you so much for coming down here. I want to do a shout out to Kelly Gordon and the East Middle Public Library for the Lives of the audience. Thank I Thank really you, want Kelly. Thank <gasps> you guys for coming. Um, make sure you listen to our regular show, which is on every week, but um, our next live show will be on Wednesday, April 10th. And we will have Brittany Pleasant from the Artisans Nook. And we'll be giving away more free tickets to the uh, 14th uh, Long Island Comic Book Expo. And she'll be giving away some of her plushies as
2: well. Yeah, go ahead. All right, I would like to let everybody know that way back in 2012, Zippy D, the Wonder Dummy, did run for president, and he's working on doing it again for 2020, so what's another clown in the White House?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so that about does it for this week on It Came From the Radio. Join us right here any week on this radio station. If you miss any part of the show, go to our website, www.itcamefromtheradio.com. Listen to the archives, we'll in a week or so. Check us out on Beyond the Dawn Studios, Overcast, Pocket Cast, iHeartRadio, Google Play, iTunes, Breaker. Google Podcast, Radio Public, Spotify, Podbean, Player FM, Soundcast, and Acast. So thank you very much for coming, and we will see you next time.
0: You've been listening to It Came From The Radio with Mark Torres. The views of the show's hosts and guests did not necessarily reflect that of the management, owners, or staff of the station. We now return you to your earthly scheduled
2: broadcast.